0: You've always run away from a fight. Have not. You have so. Have not. You have so. Have not. You have so, and you know it. Greetings, and welcome to episode number 33 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and here today, once again, is Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Uh, the usual. Yeah, same old, same old. Working. Yeah. working my job nice still playing horizon zero dawn like last week still good still amazing that's awesome but also now i really want to switch so i can play zelda i was just actually going to ask you did the switch come out yet it came out last friday March. and how's the reviews for it the switch itself very meh yeah a lot of issues with it ranging from like minor to somewhat less minor but I think most major issues are pretty rare. Now, I've been hearing good things about Zelda, though. So that... Oh, yeah. So as far as Zelda goes... Which is which is, which is on the Switch, right? That's the yeah, big... It's, it's, it's the I big, think there's, yeah. like, nine or ten launch for the Switch, and that's, like, the only one that's really worth it. Okay. I've heard some good things about some other ones, but that's, like, the one. That's the one that everybody's... That's what makes me with. want it, too. It looks, it looks really cool. That's I'm cool. a big fan of Zelda. And uh, this one just... It actually seems like a departure from, like, the standard... Zelda storyline. Okay. But I think I would like it. It looks like everything about it, I think I would like. With with one exception, this is a slight spoiler, but it's, not, it's pretty common knowledge. It's fine. I'm the, not going to play it. So. Traditionally, in Zelda games, you know, you only get a couple different weapons. Eventually, you get the master sword. Very special sword, you know. In this game, there's tons of weapons. You get a weapon from every enemy you kill. Oh, wow. If they have a weapon. And that can range from, like, a stick to, like, an axe to a sword or whatever. But... They um have like, they like degrade when you use them, so they like break eventually, and I'm not thrilled about that. But other than yeah, that, of stinks, Yeah. Can you get items that help them not degrade as uh, quickly, uh, or I don't know, I don't really know. I've been trying not to read too much. I I think there are some special weapons that you can re- either repair or have like a like a cooldown time or something that you can like use again after a certain amount of time. Okay, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad that it's getting good reviews. I feel like Nintendo kind of needs a little boost right now. Hopefully, it yeah, they helps put a, them out. Yeah, they they're riding on Zelda right now. Yeah, if this doesn't work, I don't know. Maybe they should bring bring out a new Game Boy or something. Sorry, my phone's going off. Well, that's the thing. They're actually their mobiles usually or their portable games usually do well. Right, and this is um, kind of a portable system. I I personally think of I'm. I like the Switch much better when I think of it as a portable system that yeah. can be attached to my TV if rather than to. a console that I can take with me. Right. Because as a console, I feel it's very underwhelming. Mm-hmm. But as a portable gaming system... it be pretty cool. I can't wait to have it. Right. So do you plan on buying it? Yes, you do. Nice. I still... As of now, I are you going to wait for the, the price to go to down? Part. Or are just hard to find? Yes. So I guess that's a good thing, that they're hard to find? Or are they just a not making as to many? A little hard to say with Nintendo because Nintendo is notorious for not having enough of something to some, make it seem so some, like demand is higher. some people would say yes to build up scarcity making they think it's in demand right similar to how recently they uh right before last christmas they released the nes classic that was like a little box that looked like an original nintendo that you could play a bunch of old roms on and they were really hard to find it's what happened with the amiibos at first all the popular amiibos were really hard to find mm-hmm. and then Happen with the Wii. I remember. I do remember that with the Wii. So I mean, some of that you could say maybe they're just not good at their jobs, or maybe they're doing it on purpose. Right. I don't know. It's either inept. Either or, or, the word's getting out there that it's hard to get, so it makes yeah. it more desirable. Then, yeah. So I'm not in a hurry to get it though. So I can, I'm patient. I'm not going to wait. Really wait for a price increase because a price decrease because I don't think it'll be for a while. Yeah. Usually Nintendo doesn't decrease their price for a while. They they had to on the last um, 3ds they released the i think i don't know if they did it on the original 3ds or the new 3ds mm-hmm. but it sold really bad so there was a price cut within like three to six months of oh launch because wow. it was selling so poorly and then it eventually turned out to sell really well so well once you get it give us a little review here. We, can, we can have a new uh, review I'll segment wait. here for uh, new things that are coming Maybe out. Maybe we could do a, a who would win with some video game characters. Absolutely. Anybody has any suggestions out there, please let us know. Mm-hmm. We have gotten some suggestions from fans for fights. I don't want you to think that we have forgotten. Yeah, we you. have not forgotten. Yes, we have them in the slate, so please keep your ears open. Uh, we got you covered. Don't worry, and thank you for your input. Uh, I want to move on to some... Uh, results from some of our previous episodes let's hear it uh a couple weeks back in honor of logan which came out have you seen logan no did you it's so good good yeah i did check it out yeah it was are really they gonna make good. an r-rated x-men now you think uh i don't think so uh and actually a couple days before logan i finally got to see x-men apocalypse not great <laughs> kind of that's kind of what you thought that's kind yeah, of that's kind of how i went in a little little disappointed especially since brian singer who did x-men one and two and days of future past directed it i thought it was going to be a little better a uh, little little disappointing. But Logan I'm sorry for that, see. That's right. But Logan really good. Logan was was really really good. So was, we ha- was X23 cool. X23 was amazing. Awesome. She was awesome. Yes. She and her origins are similar yet different than the research we've did for our podcast. So that was kind of cool to see because I'm sitting there going, oh, "Okay, this is how they're doing it to make it a little different. Uh just change it up a little bit." But it is extremely similar, but like I said, just changing, tweaking a little bit. So we had X-23 for that uh, week's episode going up against 11 from Stranger Things. And X-23 won with 64% of the vote. That was actually our highest voted poll so far. Really? Yeah. How many votes do you know? 22. That's great for yeah, us. we'll take it. Absolutely. I think our previous one was like 17 from that. So it's going up a little bit. And then last week's episode, which was who would win Iron Chef... Uh, America Cook-Off Part 2, because I'm kind of calling it the parts now since we've done some other ones as well. Uh, we had the Soup Nazi going against Preacher from Deep Blue Sea, which was LL Cool J's character, and currently his winning was 67% of the vote. That poll's going to be up for a little bit longer, and if our listeners remember, what was the stakes on that one there, Chris? Well, if I win, as I am right now, I get to choose a movie that you will watch. That is correct. Could be good, preferably awful. And I'll have to sit there and enjoy it. (laughs) And reversed also. If I win, then Chris is going to have to watch something of my choosing. As I recall, this is a lower voted poll, so you could come back. Yeah, there's totally time. And I already voted in this. Have you voted in this? Yes, I did. Okay, so you and I are two of the three votes. So we'll have to see what happens. All right, anything else you want to mention before we get going? Uh, No, I don't have anything. All right, let's get to it. Uh, so, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. And you can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about St. Patrick's Day. That is right. St. Patrick's Day is this Friday, March 17th, here in the United States. Why we celebrate it, I do not know. It's because um, St. Patrick... Yes. Who lived in Ireland. Yes. He wasn't Irish. Okay. I'm not sure if that's true. Okay. Um, this is why we need fact check. They had a lot of snakes. And he chased them out, correct? Yep. Right. He um, played a song on his bagpipes, and then he poured beer on them. He poured Guinness on them to scare the snakes away. Is that true? No. Okay. So <laughs> that's why on St. Patrick's Day... People drink a lot of Guinness? Right. And play bagpipes. Now, the reason I, I, I ask why I, I don't know why we celebrate it is because it's an Irish holiday and Americans just use it as a day to drink. That's I, not I, true. I feel. I use it as a day to eat Irish potatoes. Well, this is true. I feel some people use it as a day to eat Irish potatoes. I think like a beef. lot of people. And corned corn beef is very very good. I love corned beef. Corn beef is very good. Uh and also to get some uh, chamois shakes. Are you a fan of the chamois shake? Uh Also called shamrock shakes for people out there. For McDonald's, Oh, um, McDonald's. Yeah, I like them but like they don't, you know. They don't really excite me that much. Did I tell you about the new Shamrock Shake straw I learned about? I think you did, but remind me. Yeah, so like McDonald's now has this new Shamrock Shake flavor, which I haven't tried, and it's the top is chocolate and the bottom is the Shamrock Shake, or it might be reversed. And they have this like fishing hook-shaped straw that is designed so that you can get both flavors at the exact same time. Uh, apparently, they went and, uh, and did a lot of research in order to get a straw with that design perfect. So that way you had an even ratio of chocolate with the peppermint uh, milkshake. Wow, that sounds cool. I haven't been able to find. Apparently, it's, like, really hard to find. Like, it's only in, like, select McDonald's. Wow. Probably so, the, like, big city McDonald's. Maybe We don't games. get them out here. No, nah, we got nothing out here. Hey, do you want to know uh, why we really have St. Patrick's Day? Sure. Well, it is. Um, it's held on the traditional death date of St. Patrick. Okay. The patron saint of Ireland. It commemorates St. Patrick and the arrival of Christianity in Ireland and celebrates the heritage and culture of the Irish in general. Okay. You're not Irish, right? Or are you? Not that I know of. I'm a little Irish. My mom's mom was Irish, so that's where I get the Irish in me. Other than that, I really don't have any close ties to Ireland like some people do uh, with their heritage. But, you know, my mom will make, uh, like I think, sourdough. Is that something for St. Patrick's Day? Oh, uh, there is some type of bread. What's it's that bread? bread? Yeah. It's not sourdough, though. It's no. um, I can't remember. What is it? Uh, sour. Anyway, I don't. It'll uh, come to me in the yeah, middle. Of the yeah, podcast. exactly. Um, so yes, yeah, so Irish like, soda bread. That's it. Irish soda bread. Good job. Yeah. Uh, so like that kind of stuff. Right, Irish potatoes. Other than that, nothing. We nothing should right talk wrong. about Irish potatoes for a second because I learned when I went to college that that's not like a nationally known. Thing in Ireland or in America? In a, in at least America. So I'm guessing not even. So it's the like world. a regional thing, possibly. Interesting. Um, so what do you know of as the Irish potato? The Irish potato to me is that like coconut sugary ball I, that you dip in um, cinnamon. Exactly. That's yes. that's what I've always called them as well. Right. But apparently that's just not what everyone calls them. I I don't know. Do other people call them something different? I'm. I don't actually know. I just know I talk to people about irish potatoes and they're like what's that hey any of our listeners from around the country and from around the world especially our good friend hugh harley in ireland uh let us know uh, about irish potatoes elsewhere outside of uh, the east coast here outside of new jersey yeah maybe in irish in ireland i'm pretty sure it's just a potato yeah so maybe that's not as cool in ireland well, the American luckily, way would to be... Luckily, the Americans fixed potatoes for you Irish people. Right. So now it's fat and full of sugar. Yeah. Instead of being like, you know, dirty and from like, the ground. Right. A nice little starch. You just got to mix butter and cream cheese and coconut and confectioner's sugar and, and then roll it in cinnamon. Exactly. Makes it so much better now. Yep. And if the weather's bad, it won't um, take out your potato crops because you just need a uh, to go to the supermarket and buy some. That's it. Cream cheese and butter. And you're not going to have an Irish uh, potato bread or potato uh, famine. What's what? Yeah, what, uh, I don't know what you're trying to think of know. right now. Remember the, the Irish potato famine? Yes, that's yes. what I was referencing when I said you know running right. out of potatoes. Right. So we won't have one. Yeah, you can't. You can no. just buy them at the store. Exactly. You're per- fine. Yeah, you're fine. And ready to go. So you're welcome, Ireland. So in honor of St. Patrick's Day, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, I forgot that's that we right? actually have a fight. Yeah. Um. So. It started out. We'll say we, you said, "Hey, let's have a battle of leprechauns." Yeah, but there's, there's not that many well-known. Leprechauns. I was actually shocked when I was doing research. I was like, "There's got to be so many like Irish people, like characters, or something along those lines." The only leprechaun I could find really was two. One being Lucky from Lucky Charm. who we already who we've done. already done on an episode. Exactly. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back you and listen Captain to that. Captain Crunch, you bitter battle, Serial royale. Children, where lots of children died. They, they, no, they actually did. Yeah. That's, I'm yeah. being serious. I, I know. I was, I was just making sure you were being <laughs> yeah. serious. And, uh, and then there's the Leprechaun from the Leprechaun movies, which I have not seen. Do you remember? Do you know what actor played him? Warwick Davis. That's, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Who was uh, Wicket the Ewok in Star Wars Return of the Jedi, and he was Professor Flitwick in the Harry Potter series. Do you think he's bummed he didn't get Tyrion Lannister? Or uh, do you think he's like, you know... He's actually pretty old, so I'm not surprised that they mm. kind of passed him. Uh, and I feel like he's more of, like, he really doesn't act anymore. He had, he wasn't in The Force Awakens, and he was in Rogue One. So, like, he has these, like, little cameo roles. But other than that, I don't think he's in any big starring roles like a, uh, a Peter Dinklage would be. So, okay. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. Uh. So, so. Oh, yeah. To continue on this. Yeah, go ahead. Not many famous leprechauns. Yes. So you did eventually find a somewhat famous leprechaun. I did. But I have just chosen someone who may or may not be a leprechaun, but yes. he's, he's very relevant to St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. Yeah. I've chosen the Lord of the Dance himself, Michael Flatley. Very nice. Very nice. Do you want to give a little background and then I'll uh, tell sure. my pick? Had you, have you heard of Michael Flatley before? Honestly, when you texted me the other day and said, I'm picking Michael Flatley, I honestly thought that he was some kind of a character. Googled him instantly. Saw the first result. Thought that there was something wrong. Continued to search. And that's the only thing I found. So I was like, "All right, let's go with this." Can you share what the first result is, or is it not appropriate for It's uh... it's just it's just a you know a dance. It's like a picture of him dancing. Oh yeah, that's and it. and right, and I was like, okay. So I'm going to be fighting a dancer. So then I I, I you kept... wish you were just fighting a <laughs> dancer, mate. <laughs> I kept are you a pirate now? I kept scrolling, and I'm thinking, all right, there must be something else I'm missing here. And I was, to my surprise, no. I was, I was completely incorrect. And uh, Michael Flatley is the uh, the correct person. I'll give you a little background on Michael Flatley. Go right ahead. So, Michael Flatley, uh, he's he's born in America. I think he's from Chicago, but his parents were from Ireland, so he's he's very Irish. Uh, dancer, choreographer, musician. Uh, he became internationally known for Irish dance shows, including Riverdance. Yep. Lord of the Dance. Feet of Flames. And Celtic Tiger, and I actually uh, recently, or well, I recently read, I read that he recently retired from dancing. Yes, in 2015. Yeah, he's he's. Pro- I think he's mentioned he's had a lot of medical problems. So. Okay, I think I read that he had skin cancer. He, uh, yeah, he has skin cancer, but I think he's like. I think that's in remission, but right. he, he has a lot of other problems. I'm guessing from dancing, like he had like a he's lot like of like leg injuries, arthritis, pain a lot or of back maybe. problems. Yeah, yeah. like I, I he mentioned in an interview. He had problems with a bunch of his vertebrae. He had a torn calf. He had knee problems. So dancing like that that often is probably oh, it's, it's, it's hard it's in the harder, harder in your body. Yeah. Um, that's basically the summary of Michael Flatley. But in general, well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say he's a cool guy, but I'm not positive he's a cool guy. Because there's this one story where during um, one of his shows, I think Riverdance, he was abruptly fired. Oh, by the producers oh, i did read this there today. was like a disagreement like it was about creative control like he didn't want to he he wanted a certain amount of control and maybe the producer didn't want him to have it mm-hmm. so they they couldn't agree to the terms of his employment so they just said all right we replaced you right so like it's possible that he was totally right and the other guy was like being unreasonable but it's all i was also thinking maybe he's just kind of a jerk you know thinks he's the greatest guy so I don't know if anyone knows Michael Flatley personally, Hugh Harley. Let me know. <laughs> let me know if he's a nice guy. I think so. I know he's. Um, I don't know if he's. Is he's from the area or whatever? But um, I know he's gotten some awards in Cork. So I don't know uh, how far that is. I don't know anything about Ireland. So if you live near Cork, you might have seen Michael Flatley. Maybe. Probably not. Like, like a, a local legend. legend. Maybe I don't know. He got a bunch of awards. Hmm. Um, let's see. He, uh, he received Guinness Book recognition a couple times in his life. Um, so in 1999 and 2000, it was for being the highest paid dancer, earning $1.6 million a week. and $1.6 million a week? Yep. Wow. I think he did a lot of shows, too. It's he pretty, was just dancing all the time. That's awesome. Uh, he, as well as having the highest insurance, insurance policy on a dancer's legs. Uh, he had forty million dollars. Oh my gosh! Insured. Wow. Yep. I always find it interesting when like professional athletes or famous people yeah. have those types of things insured. Like I believe Troy Palomalu had his hair insured. Remember him on the Steelers? Yep. Yes, he had I the, do. He had the big I, hair. I there. think um, Kim Kardashian probably has her butt insured. Probably, it wouldn't surprise me. Me neither. I don't know if that's true. I think I, I totally believe it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We're it's fact now, folks. <laughs> it's fact. Uh, One more Guinness record for Michael Flatley. 1989, he set the Guinness World Record for tapping speed. 28 taps per second. What? in 1998, nine years later, he broke his own record. 35 taps per second. 35 taps in one second? I'm going to have to see if there's a video of that online. Watching videos of him is really interesting because his feet move so fast. Like the camera... It's kind of like it's too fast for the camera. Yeah. So, like, it'll look like, um, you know, if you ever see, like, a car tire spinning on film, and it kind of looks... Sometimes it looks like it's going backwards or something. So, he doesn't look like it's going backwards. But his feet are moving so fast, it, like, doesn't look right. Huh. Yeah, if if I can find a good video of that, I'll definitely put it on our Instagram page. That way our fans can see it. Cool. Awesome. Well, um... I think we've stalled long enough. Let's, uh, let's hear about your choice of your famous leprechaun. So I chose... Uh, so I was doing some research, and I was on Wikipedia reading about leprechauns, and you know how on the bottom it has like suggested other pages? Yeah, that's how I always click to Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah? Six Degrees is so Kevin Bacon? Yeah, you I ever guess. play that game? Uh, I've never played that, but I have played wiki races. Do you always find Kevin Bacon in that? No, so a wiki race is when you... Um, somehow you get two completely random... Anythings nouns oh, wow. some types of noun it could be it could be it could be really anything, and what you have to do is you have a race with somebody and you both start on the same page and you have to get to that other page using only the hyperlinks on Wikipedia. That sounds like it could be impossible. No, it's not hard at all, actually. So that's similar to Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Random Wikipedia page, six clicks to find Kevin Bacon. And well, now that would be cool if you could do that in six clicks. Apparently, you can. Yeah. Is that a game that you play often? No, no. In college, we played wiki races all the time when we should have been studying and writing papers. Well, in a way, you were studying. I guess so. I always had my tactics. I would always get to the United States, and from there, it's like golden. You could do, like, culture, food. Like, everything's right there. So culture, you could do movies, television shows, actors, all that type of things. Uh, So I always had my... My, uh, my, my, my plan ready to go sharing, but, sharing your tricks Thank yeah. You. so now you know so anyway so I was looking at the suggested links and on the bottom it said Crichton Leprechaun and I'm thinking in my head what the heck is the Crichton Leprechaun that's exactly what I thought in my head <laughs> when you texted Crichton Leprechaun to me yeah and I was excited to see like I thought maybe Michael Crichton wrote a book about a leprechaun I was like awesome Michael That Crichton's sounds great that sounds amazing if he ever if he did do that so I click on it and then the first picture that pops up on the page I'm like ah the Crichton Leprechaun I get it now So the Crichton Leprechaun is probably more famously known as the Alabama Leprechaun, which took place in an area in Alabama called the Crichton Community of Mobile, Alabama. Um, If you don't know this video, the link is going to be in the the show notes. Please go watch this. It's only three minutes long. It's a news uh, report from 2006, and it's considered as one of the first big viral videos on the Internet. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have watched it in their history class. I'm, sh- I'm sure many people have. U.S. History 1 probably covers this, I assume. They, they better. I mean, does U.S. History 1 usually get up to memes, or do you have to wait till U.S. History 2 for usually memes? Usually U.S. History 2 for memes. Okay. Yes. So, anyway, so pretty much the story of this, and you could correct me if I'm missing anything. This, this small town community thought that there was a leprechaun living in their tree, in a tree in their community that's a great summary i feel like that pretty much summarizes it up Mm -hmm. a lot of people have theories about what it is there's an amateur sketch which that picture will be up um and i uh just recently found out that Tosh.0 did a web redemption uh or it was actually called a web investigation where he interviewed some people from the video uh talking about uh the alabama leprechaun and um I found out some cool facts, actually, about leprechauns while I was uh, doing some research for this. Are these facts about leprechauns according to the residents of Crichton, Alabama? No, this is according to just another website. Oh, uh, okay. So, apparently, there are no women leprechauns, which I thought that was very hmm. interesting because they're always depicted as being male. How of. do you think they make more leprechauns? That's what I was thinking, too. I don't know. Do leprechauns die? Do they Maybe die out of all age? a leprechaun plus a human has a 50% chance to be a leprechaun. Maybe but it has to be a 100% chance of being a male. So it's not going to be a female leprechaun. Right. Yes. Uh, and then also, I don't know if this is true. I just kind of read it and took, a, took it. Apparently in Europe, leprechauns are protected species under European law. Are you sure you weren't reading about like Harry Potter or anything like that? There's no leprechauns in Harry Potter. Actually, no, there are. I am wrong. In Goblet of Fire, the Irish team... The, that's right who, who's the Irish team the Irish I forget they played the Bulgarians I forget what the team's name is anyway the but Shamrocks. They, don't think so <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, their mascot was a, was a leprechaun and they gave out gold I remember and Ron was so excited because he started picking up all this gold and then it turns out that it was fake and it eventually disappeared and he was really really upset so I don't know maybe leprechauns are really protected under European law I don't know but I saw it, and right like two minutes before we started recording, so I just jotted it down real quick because I thought it'd be something interesting to uh, to mention. It's very interesting. Yeah, so that's why I'm picking. I am picking the. I'm just going to call them the Alabama Leprechaun. So I couldn't fight so you in Europe. Europe. You'd have legal protections. This is true. Okay, fair enough. I'm hoping we fight in Europe now. <laughs> I should have used that as my argument. Oh, I'm from Chicago. I know you are. So does that really and you're mean you're from Alabama? No, I'm just in Alabama. Not from Alabama. I'm just in Alabama. Okay. Um, but, I mean, we might as well start talking now. Uh, actually, I'll let you go first because you had an argument that you wanted to bring up well, that you wanted to pitch about Originally, Michael Flatley. we were saying leprechaun battle. Right. And I'm not convinced that Michael Flatley isn't a leprechaun. Why is that? Listen to these facts about him and tell me if they could also describe a leprechaun. Okay. So this is a stretch, but I'm starting with my weakest point. In his youth, Flatley uh, was an amateur boxer. At age 17, he competed in the Chicago Golden Gloves Championship title. Okay. Boxing is very Irish. Okay. So it's just it's just a connection to the culture. So, like, a lepre- leprechaun's like, probably like boxing as well. Okay. Like, have you ever seen Lucky the Leprechaun kind of look like he's about to box in his logo? Doesn't he kind of have, like, a boxing I stance? think you're thinking of the Notre Dame leprechaun. I am exactly thinking of that leprechaun, <laughs> yeah. but the point still stands. Lucky the Leprechaun would punch you, but the Notre Dame... I don't think Lucky the him. Leprechaun would punch you. He would use his magical marshmallows like we talked about in a previous right, episode. All right, Check all right, it out. Let's go. Well, let's get off of Lucky the Leprechaun. The the Notre Dame mascot would punch you. He's a fighting leprechaun. Okay. So it's just a connection. Okay. You're just laying the groundwork. All right. right. Um He's also an accomplished so this is my favorite thing. I should actually come back to that. In 2011, inducted into the Irish America Magazine's Irish America Hall of Fame. Okay. So you have to be extremely Irish to get that See, award. See, that was my question. He wasn't born in Ireland. He wasn't. His parents were. Yeah. But they could have covered up his birth because he was a leprechaun. Because to get that award, you have to be extremely Irish. What's more than what's the most Irish possible? Leprechaun. So are you saying anybody who's been inducted into this could possibly be a leprechaun? I am saying it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. That's all. That's all I'm saying. All right. Seems pretty broad. I mean... It's worth looking into, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. You want to open an investigation to anybody who's been inducted into the American-Irish uh, Hall of Fame, Irish-American Hall of Fame, and see if they were possibly a leprechaun. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Um, Other point. He's an accomplished flautist, or flutist. I'm, it's spelled F-L-A-U, so it looks like flautist. Flutist. Okay. He won twice in the All-Ireland-something-Irish- fled chisel concert flute competition from 1975 to 1976 and later released flute albums in his career Hmm. steve do you remember the one guy from the leprechaun of alabama (laughs) video do you remember the (laughs) artifact he had that was passed down through generations of his family i do remember what was it it was a leprechaun flute a leprechaun (laughs) flute (laughs) because leprechauns probably play flute probably there's another connection michael floutley great flute player so that means he must be a lot wait a minute no 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 all right no 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 so that guy used the flute to summon leprechauns. That doesn't mean that the leprechaun could Leper- play the flute. Leprechauns have a deep connection to flutes, and we don't know. We if do. They, how do they? How do we know that? Well, why would a flute summon the leprechaun? And we don't know that's what it does. He never said. He just said he had. It was passed down from his from his family. It was a leprechaun flute. Maybe they they captured a leprechaun and stole his flute like a treasure. We don't know that for sure. We, but just, just because, absolutely but are just not be, sure. Just that's... because something, attr- just because some kind of sound attracts something, doesn't mean that that thing has an immediate connection to that sound. Think of dog, yes, it does. Think of dog whistles, for example. Dogs like, love whistles. No, like the dog whistles are really high pitch, it brings them to them. That doesn't mean that a dog oh, I... can then just come and use that whistle. But you're using the argument that just because the leprechaun can be called because of that flute means that the leprechaun hey, then can then play the I'm flute. I'm just connecting the dots. I think, no, I think you're just... Making I'm dots. Making the dots. You're making and letting, the dots. <laughs> letting you connect them. I'm not connecting you're, them. You're look, connecting them. There's a straight line between these dots, and you're trying to draw like a squiggle that goes off the page. No, I'm drawing a squiggle because there is a squiggle. I don't see. I don't see a, uh, a direct line. Okay, that's fine. Here's my final point. While right. he, why he may be a leprechaun, he's very lucky. He's had an amazing success in his career. Okay. Accomplished dancer. Accomplished flautist. I think he also. I also read. So you're a, saying that's all because of luck, not because of talent. No, I'm just saying oh, luck, has, luck, has luck has a Luck has has been a factor. Just so. so I mean, 1.6 million a week. From, I think from that's doing a, I think that's, doing a dance. I think that's. Oh, so now you're saying that the dance isn't worth hey, 1.6 million a week. I I love his dancing. Right. I watch. His, his videos are captivating. But it's just because he's lucky that, it, that this is happening. I'm just saying it helped. So luck helped, not talent. Both helped. Both helped. Both were What, what would you say the percentages of luck? I to don't want to get into that. I'm not a mathematician. I think I, you I, should. Not... I think you should bring it up. Last week you were trying to tell me the math on uh, the transitive properties, So I think you should, uh, you know, bring in the math proportions here. The percentage of talent and uh, luck. All right, 80 percent talent, 20 percent luck. 20 percent luck. Mm-hmm. Michael Flatley, I hope you're listening, because Chris here thinks. That your success. If he's a, if he's a cool down to earth guy, he'll be like, "Yeah, you know what? I probably was lucky." Maybe he was fortunate. He was as well. He was also fortunate. So now we throw what's the percentage on that? No, that's a, that's like a synonym for lucky, if you want. I don't understand why you're getting so hung up on this percentage. I'm just saying in his life he has been he's had luck, just uh, like leprechauns. That's fair. That's fair. So there's there's a bunch of things that like maybe he's a Leprechaun. Okay, maybe he's a Leprechaun. I um, have some arguments here. All right. According to the news report from the Alabama leprechaun video, ap- al- um, leprechauns only come out at night. I did hear that. Michael Flatley come out at night. I'm sure he has to go out at night sometime. Um. Well, most of his performances are probably at nighttime. Okay. What about during the day? Then he's got to go out during the day. If maybe, he goes out during the day, but he can't see like a leprechaun indoors, dimly lit. That's kind. Of, yeah, that's allowed as well. But outside during the day. You're telling me he never went outside during the day? I don't know. I don't know him well enough to make that kind of claim. But you know him well enough apparently to say that he was very lucky. Over, uh, I only said 20% talent. lucky. That's not very lucky. That's just that's, luck having I feel a like, factor. I feel like that's how much, how lucky life. would you say you are in your life? In my life? Yeah. I would say I'm pretty lucky, actually. Oh, really? I would say, I would say I'm a very lucky person. I'd say like 70 70%. 70% luck? A lot of lucky things happen to me in life. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, wow, I've been very lucky in life. All right. I didn't really help my point, I yeah. guess. Sorry. <laughs> well, so then you must think that 20% is not high. I mean, for someone who's as accomplished as him, I feel like that's pretty high given his talent. All right. I don't want to get high that's up fine. on the percentages that's right so, now. So, that's, well, so now, like you're, now you're saying that Michael Flatley, if he was a leprechaun, couldn't go out during the day. Yes. First of all, the person that said this in this video, I'm not – sure their credentials they didn't mention it if they're like a leprechaun expert a leprechaun studier the, the person who mentioned this in the video was the news reporter the news reporter says the leprechaun only comes out at well, night. well i'm sure he was reporting what people had told him or he did some research and found that out too yes that's possible so i want to make an, an argument so maybe maybe michael flatley can only come out at night i don't know okay or in dimly lit indoor rooms Okay, but I don't think that's happened. I'm sure he's been out there in the day. He probably has. This would take away. Like the I'm saying, I mean, I'm not. Con- I'm not a hundred percent sure he's a leprechaun. Okay, you're just proposing, but I hero. am eighty percent sure he's a leprechaun. Okay, twenty percent, twenty percent lucky, eighty <laughs> percent leprechaun. <laughs> that's the next Fast and Furious movie. Did you see the new trailer today? Too fast, too furious. Twenty percent lucky. <laughs> that's pretty much like the title of the whole franchise. <laughs> did you? Do- did I see the trailer? The new trailer that came out today? No. It, today? It came out today? Yeah. We'll watch it when we're done. Okay. It's really bad. It looks so stupid. I haven't, I haven't seen any Fast and Furious movies. Uh, I've seen one through six, never saw seven. I actually watched one through six to prepare for seven. And I just never watched it. So I'm kind of <laughs> bummed that I did all that work to watch it, and I never got a chance to watch it. Maybe that'll be the movie I make you watch. Fast and Furious 7? I actually heard it's pretty good. Well, just kidding. It's not going to be the movie. Darn. All right. So I'm going to make a case that the Alabama Leprechaun is extremely dangerous end that michael flatley should be worried let's hear it all right we look at that one gentleman you were talking about with the flute right yes he was prepared to take the uh to take on the leprechaun if need be he was willing to protect people from the leprechaun so he honestly thought that the leprechaun was a threat leprechauns can be dangerous yes did you notice what he was wearing in that video um, it was hard to tell. Maybe a bulletproof vest? He was wearing some kind of like a Kevlar but bulletproof he, he vest. He gestured to something on his stomach and saying that the smell did something. Yeah, so I actually had to watch it a couple times. And what I think he says is that this wards off spells. Oh, spells. That's what I thought. Oh, I thought he said smells. I had to listen to it a couple times. And that's what I got. And that's what makes <laughs> sense to me. So I think. So His so he obviously thinks that's that. That's smart to yeah. ward off the spells because leprechauns have a lot of magic. So he is prepared for the encounter with the leprechaun. So I'm going to argue that the Alabama leprechaun does pose an immediate threat and that that member of the community was the only smart person who understood its true potential. And he took the necessary steps to get ready in case he ever had an encounter with said leprechaun. I agree with you there. Leprechauns can be very dangerous. Especially this Alabama leprechaun. So going up against Michael Flatley... Well, what makes your leprechaun special compared to other leprechauns like Michael Flatley? So <laughs> so my leprechaun can disappear at will, especially when someone shines a light on it, okay? So if we're meeting out at night, like we both are because we're leprechauns, mm-hmm. okay? If you're trying to come at my leprechaun in any instance, you're not going to know where he is because we're in the dark, right? Because it's at nighttime. Well, how much light... It has to be shined before he disappears. All it says in the video, which I'm taking as fact, because this video is not fake news, okay, this video is truth, that they say, if you shine a light in its direction, it mysteriously vanishes. Yeah, I so, remember that part. So if we're going up against each other at night, Michael Flatley is going to have to see where the leprechaun is. He's going to not, not going to know where it is because it's going to be dark out. He's going to have to shine some kind of a light. When, the moment he does that, well, leprechaun is ignoring... going to disappear. And you... he's going to sneak up behind him and he's just going to start clobbering him. Well, first you're not accounting for his leprechaun senses. Leprechauns can sense other leprechauns. But also, <laughs> it it has to be able... So what I'm saying is... They can? What if, like, a little bit of light... Like, what if it's... um the light from like a street light is that enough to make him disappear it just says the flat um when you shine a light towards the leprechaun and what if you direction. shine a light slightly to the side of the leprechaun but still some of I it feel gets like on if, it i mean if you if I, I could shine a light near you and it's not directly on you but you are being illuminated because of that light i feel like that would cause you to just dis- disappear if you were a said so leprechaun. here's my thing though i mean to to for humans to see something there uh-huh. has to be some light on it true so so if he if he tries to shine if he tries to see him any kind of light that gets on what my about, leprechaun what about the light from the moon if if it's illuminating said leprechaun then then no no one has ever seen this leprechaun with their eyes no they claim they have though they claim that they stay, have seen the outline of him in the tree and that whenever you sign a light on that disappears. So you can only see his outline. That's what they've That's said. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm taking these people. These, these are intelligent people, okay? Well, since you brought up these intelligent people, uh, there's an alternate theory to the Crichton Leprechaun. Go right ahead. The, le- the Crichton Leprechaun could be a crackhead <laughs> that got hold of the wrong stuff, Uh huh. and it told him to get up in the tree and play a leprechaun. <laughs> okay, that's an alternate theory. Yes, that is brought up by one of the so called leprechaun experts in the leprechaun. Media. I never said that they were a leprechaun expert. I just said what that they were say? I said they were intelligent individuals. Okay. Yes. Same alright, sure, Not a leprechaun expert, intelligent individuals. Well, this intelligent individual mm-hmm. thinks the leprechaun might just be a crackhead. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Might be possible. But some people are clearly understanding that it is not a crackhead that got hold of the wrong stuff. That was told to go up in that tree and play a leprechaun. Because one, the man who has the Kevlar vest, who is prepared for the encounter, who's going to ward off spells, okay, he can sense that it is a true leprechaun. He can sense it now. He is part Irish. He did say. His yeah. great-great-grandfather, who was Irish, that's where he got the leprechaun flute from. Mm-hmm. On the Tosh Tosh.0 uh, investigation segment that he did he actually interviewed this guy he claimed that he was 10 iris irish not iris irish and when he was interviewed he said was it a leprechaun and the man said to tosh i am positive that it was a leprechaun going off of these intelligent people that's what i'm saying here they know what they're talking about so, so you're saying maybe 80 percent chance leprechaun 20 percent chance crackhead I'd say ten percent. <laughs> I'll go ten. I'll go ten. Okay, I'll take the A minus. So I'm going to argue also uh, what his weapons might be. As we know, the leprechaun that no one can possibly see because any light that's shining on him would make him disappear. Not that no one can possibly see the leprechaun that people know is there, but he disappears whenever people start looking towards him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not. A, I don't like this theory. By the way, what's that? That any ray of light will make him disappear. I'm using the news report here. Okay? What if it just shines on one of his toes? makes him disappear you can disappear. that is ridiculous why because it'd be so inconvenient for who i guess no one <laughs> but like then he could never be around light like he like lives in perpetual darkness first of all that's almost impossible to find like on earth I don't think at so. least like outdoors i think the white house has a lot of that nowadays political joke <laughs> All right. I want to make an argument as to his weaponry. Okay? Cuz I also want to know what your guys weaponry would be. As sure. Well. Okay. What do leprechauns have a lot of? Gold. They have a lot of gold. Like the guy in the video says, where did the gold at? Where did the gold at? Where did the gold at? I want the gold. <laughs> uh he leprechauns are able to conjure up gold at will. They usually ha- um hide it at the end of a rainbow. Wait, if they can conjure it at will, why would they need to hide it? what's that if they can conjure the gold at will why would they need to hide it under a rainbow that's where they keep it okay it's like their bank it's a little I suppose it's a little fishy I mean, that way they're just not carrying money around all the time with them. Well, that's the thing. If you can conjure it at will, you don't have to. I mean, they're, like, summoning it. It's not like they're just creating money. Oh, okay. So the gold they conjure is, like... Is, like, pre... Is already... They're just transporting it. That makes complete sense. that's what I'm trying to say. Got it. Okay. So I'm going to say that he's going to uh, use his gold as weapons. And he's going to, like, just completely start chucking them one by one at Michael Flatley. Just going to be throwing them at him. They could be, he could be using him as like Frisbees kind of like sh- – like, and he – you know, this, this leprechaun. Leprechauns um, – unfortunately for this le- leprechaun, the amateur sketch that we saw in the video, we don't know what his teeth are like. But I'm going to make the assumption that the leprechaun has very sharp teeth so he's able to sharpen these gold coins so that they're kind of like sharp Frisbees that he's able to throw and he could cut and harm Michael Flatley if necessary. He sharpened the gold with his teeth. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that conclusion. Why did he have to use his teeth to sharpen them? Why didn't he just use like I don't know something else just to show how much of a ba he is? Okay. Yeah. So he's gonna be throwing these gold coins and he's gonna be just be able to continue to conjure them up as he's throwing them at Michael flatly. How much gold does this leprechaun have? Uh, I don't know precisely. I mean. From research, leprechauns can have pots of gold. Thousands of gold coins? Hundreds of gold coins? What do you think? I'm going to say thousands. Okay. And I actually did some conversions to see how much that would, uh, how much those gold coins would be worth, just to show how angry he would be that he would be willing to throw away all this money to try to take down Michael Flatley. Um, gold, a qu- I just took it like a quarter. Just say like the average coin size is a quarter. Mm-hmm. A quarter weighs uh, 5.67 grams. Okay. Gold is currently $38.66 a gram, okay? So that equals out to about $220 worth of one gold coin. And if he continues to throw them, you know, if he throws 100, that's 21, almost $22,000 worth of gold that he's just throwing. He's so angry, he does not care about his money. He just cares about destroying Michael flatly. I think you might be jumping quickly to that conclusion because leprechauns are historically very protective of their gold.
1: I'm so, saying, I'm saying that that he's not going to want to be throwing away. No, the gold. Alabama
0: Leprechaun, he's going to do what it takes to get rid of Michael Flatley, including throwing away his Leprechaun gold. He's not going to care. He can just conjure more gold from other places that he has stored around. What's I'm Michael just Flatley's saying, Leprechauns weapon? are not in the business of throwing away gold. Like people listening are going to be like, a leprechaun throwing away gold? No, using it as a weapon. Once he kills him, he's going to be able to get his gold back. He's not it's just going to be right there unless Michael Flatley keeps it. Why would Michael Flatley keep it? He already has enough money forever. He's not going to want it anyway. He's a leprechaun, too. He likes gold coins. He doesn't need it, then, if he could just conjure up his own gold. Well, he wants to add to his gold stockpile. So, assuming you do have this infinite supply of tooth-sharpened gold coins that you're going to throw at Michael Flatley... That's right. You're going to have trouble hitting him. Because Michael Flatley is, first of all, being a stage performer, he's used to getting things thrown at him. Has he? Well, I'm sure just in his long career, he's had bad performances... People throwing tomatoes, apples, other, like, cartoon objects. Yeah, but I feel like there's a difference between a human throwing a tomato and a skilled leprechaun throwing a sharpened gold coin. Yeah, that but... That could actually cause it's spe- uh, the, specific damage. The, the mass of a gold coin is very small, as you showed. Like, it's not going to have a lot of force to it when it hits them. But it's sharpened. Yeah, so it's going to, like, probably cut him and, like, like the few that hit him. Because, okay, so first of all, he's used to having things thrown at him, being on stage. So he's going to be ready for it. Second of all, Michael Flatley, as I have demonstrated by his Guinness World Record, is very quick on his feet. Okay. I'm not aiming towards his feet, though. Well, he's going to move his feet, which will move his body. Oh, is that how that works to so Yeah, he's going to be right. able to dodge the coins super fast and probably make a cool dance out of it. Okay. Like he's, uh, he's going to river dance away from your coins. Interesting tactic. Interesting tactic. What's your offensive tactic going to be towards my leprechaun? I'm glad you asked. Go right ahead. Well... He is uh, a former boxer, so he's got his fists as weapons. Okay. How's he going to see him in the dark? Doesn't need to. He's just going to punch wildly. He's going to punch He's going to go to the source of the gold coins. How's he going go to the source of the gold coin? What do you mean? Well, when they come at him, he's going to know the direction it came from. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And he's going to go and punch that area. I teleport. I'll just keep going. I'll just keep coming at you. Then I, could, I could be behind you now, and I could start throwing gold coins at you that all way. All right. Now. I'll sure. get hit with one gold coin, and I'll turn around and punch you. No, I'm like a distance away. I'm like not like directly behind you. Oh, so your whole strategy is just to teleport behind me and throw gold coins? I could just like what I what my plan is here is that I'm trying to distract you, okay? Then I'm going to teleport on top of you, have a gold coin ready in my hand, slice. slice your throat. Dance away from that one, Michael. I think he could. You can try. You're welcome to try that. Totally here's, gonna try here's it. Here's some issues. Michael Flatley is a trained athlete. He performs his dancing well he did in his prime. All the time. Mm-hmm. He's not going to tire out. Your leprechaun probably doesn't throw a lot of gold coins at people. He's eventually going to get tired. He's gonna, his arm's going to be sore. He's going to be like, I can't keep throwing these gold coins. My arm, my arm, I, I have a cramp. My arm's giving out on me. Mm-hmm. Michael Flatley's just still dancing. He's mm-hmm. taunting me with his dance. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to do something else. And when you have to come at Michael Flatley, he's got his boxing skills, and he has his tap shoes. Okay. His tap shoes textures have like a metal kind of like crosses type things on the bottom of them so like you get hit with a kick to that it's like you got like sh- it's like the force of a bullet but it brings up the same problem how's he gonna know where he is we're, in the- we're fighting in the dark here he's gonna hear you maybe he's gonna maybe hear you breathing maybe he's gonna sense you with leprechaun leprechauns are, senses. are, leprechauns are pretty light do leprechauns have leprechaun senses I'm not sure okay but I- you claimed earlier that that one guy from the video could sense leprechauns um I don't know if I said he could. Did I say he could? Roll say the tape back. You said he sensed that he was a real leprechaun. All right, that's fine. Are you just making that up? Now? I'm not positive, but <laughs> I'm like eighty percent sure. I think that's the, our pretty, uh, <laughs> our pretty strong percentage for today. All right. So um, here's another problem the Crichton Leprechaun's going to have. Go ahead. As one of the intelligent people from the video pointed out. You're gonna you're gonna have a lot of the locals also gunning for you. Okay. The last guy in the video, the guy who wants all the gold, mm-hmm. he said he's going to rent a backhoe to uproot the tree. Yeah. So like, you're gonna have to dodge backhoes while you're fighting, Michael Flatley. That's no problem. Wait, I don't think we're gonna be, I don't think they're gonna be uplifting a tree in the middle of the night. Well, this guy seems pretty incur- dedicated to getting the gold. I'm pretty sure he's not gonna do that in the middle of the night. I'm pretty sure he's not gonna do that at all. He could. He said he would in the video. Well, let's even say uh, – you know, let's see where we're fighting. It does, so have we established if we're fighting in uh, Alabama here, in this little area? Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't, I don't care. I mean, because uh, in that community, yes, those people might be going after the Leprechaun. But outside of that community, who's going to be more famous, the Alabama Leprechaun or Michael Flatley? Toss-up. Think so? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be Michael Flatley. <laughs> I think people are going to see Michael Flatley – trying to fight a leprechaun in the dark and they're gonna be like oh my god michael flatly and he's gonna be like no i'm a leprechaun i'm trying to fight a leprechaun right now please stay away and he's gonna tap dance away from them and then the tap dancing is just gonna attract people people are gonna be like what is that majestic sound i hear is that the clydesdales no what could it be Oh my God, it's Michael Flatley. He's out of retirement? Did you hear? Hashtag Flatley's back. People are going to be swarming down to see Michael Flatley coming back from retirement, seeing him dancing, seeing him fight nothing. They're just going to think he's crazy. Like, oh, Flatley. It's going to bring everybody out, and he's going to be swarmed, surrounded, distracted. He's not going to be able to go after the Alabama Leprechaun. It's going to be a problem for the Alabama Leprechaun, too, because with all the people around with their – camera flashes and lights there's going to be light everywhere that's fine then you're disappears. not going to be able to come out so I, that's fine i could i can escape i'm not harmed well at that point it's just a draw because there's too much light around to fight if we if we make that conclusion we can let the fans decide what they think would uh end up happening between the two well i think the fact that any light shining at all on on the leprechaun making him disappear is just dumb so hey that's what the news report said he he and he disappears he disappears it said if you shine a light in its direction, it disappears. Correct. It didn't say how it deals with like ambient light from the moon or street lights. Right. So that's what I was banking on. It's open to interpretation. And if I get in trouble, I can just shine a flashlight on you and make you disappear. Then I disappear. I and mean, what, what what are you going to say to people when they're like, Hey, Michael, Flatley, what are you doing out of here tap dancing? I thought you were retired. I'm going to say I'm working on a new show. What's it called? Lord of the Leprechauns. Pine Hill Mobile Court. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's the star in it for our St. Patrick's Day episode. Oh, I wonder if he would guest star. Probably not. He recently—I don't know how recently—he he, he, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, really? Yeah, he did after a, his retirement. No, it must have been before that. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I forget the year. That's pretty cool. Any uh, other things you want to add before we start wrapping up? Let's see. I hit my I hit my Guinness World Record facts. I think I I think I got everything. Nice. Yep. Cool. Do you have anything to add? Nothing really. Uh, I just love the Alabama Leprechaun video. It's a great video. It's really, 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 really funny. I remember uh, in high school, it was actually Algebra 2 class. Our teacher showed it on St. Patrick's Day. Because like, we were like, please, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> so he showed the Alabama Leprechaun. It's just so quotable. It is like, very quotable. Like, it's only three minutes long. Um, oh, I did I did read. I didn't say this at the beginning, but the, the, the reporter, the man who uh, reported that video... Um, he currently works at a satellite station for one of the major broadcast networks in New Orleans. And that's kind of like his claim to fame down there. And every, every St. Patrick's Day, like uh, a lot of people talk about it. And he likes that um, it gets brought up every St. Patrick's Day. But a lot of his coworkers don't because they think it's really, really stupid. <laughs> but he says that he appreciates that the, uh, the story has lived on the past uh, 11 years now. He did some good journalistic work he seriously did mm-hmm. and I mean now that the fight's over I mean it's completely BS and it's based in no fact <laughs> whatsoever um, but it's uh, it's it's a really really funny story it was very funny yeah it might be true you never know that's what I'm saying you never I mean, know unfortunately we'll never know because if you shine a light in this direction it mysteriously disappears As you keep reminding me, yes. Sorry. That was one of my main arguments (laughs) because there's not a lot I can dig out of that video. The only two things I got out of that video were only out at night and it must be dangerous because the guy's wearing a Kevlar vest. That's pretty good. And then you could have drawn on some other leprechaun lore. Like, um, there's just the general shiftiness. I was actually curious if you were going to bring up the fact that there's actually leprechaun traps. I should have used that against you since you were arguing that you're (laughs) a leprechaun. But there's these things called leprechaun traps. That kids make every St. Patrick's Day. I make one every St. Patrick's Day as well. Do you really? Yeah, I don't want leprechauns busting into my house. Oh, okay. And they're like, kind of like how you put out cookies before uh, Santa Claus comes. It's a little trap that's supposed to trap the leprechaun, but he escapes and he leaves behind gold coins, which is supposed to be like the little gift. So it just kind of shows that there's a leprechaun in your house at night on St. Patrick's Day. Hmm. I've only caught a cat. Really? I leave him outside because I don't want him getting in. Oh, that's smart. Why are you trying to catch cat? Catch cat? Oh, you're using your leprechaun yeah, trapped to catch trap. to catch a so, cat. So now that I think about it, it could have been a leprechaun cat. I should have been more careful. Did it leave behind gold coins? No. No? What would you do with it? I let it go. It was just a cat. But you said it might have been a leprechaun cat. Well, I just thought of that now. Oh, in hindsight. I, I might have let a leprechaun right. go. I got. It. Yeah, you... I should have asked him about his gold. You should have thought about that. Where the gold at? You want the gold. <laughs> uh, all right. Chris, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. You're very welcome. Have Steve. a happy St. Patrick's Day if I don't see you before. Thank you. You too. Thank you. And have a happy, happy, have a happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody out there. I wish you many Irish potatoes. Yes. Many Irish potatoes. Some nice soda bread and some nice uh, corned, corned beef. beef. Definitely enjoy it. I don't like cabbage. Do you like cabbage? I do to like an extent. Like I'll have like three spoons of it and like the first two I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. And the third one I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like that's all I could really have. I can't eat cabbage. I don't like it. No. it's It's, it's not bad. It smells really bad though. <laughs> But I think it I think it tastes fine. It's all right. See if you can find any uh, four-leaf clovers. Do you have any uh, St. Patrick's Day traditions before we end besides just like eating other Irish than setting my yearly leprechaun traps outside all yeah. my windows? Um I'm I try to make Irish potatoes actually because I yeah. love them. They're basically just like sugary coconut cream cheese. A couple years ago cuz my uh, college uh cafeteria used to do this, I made uh, Rice Krispie treats But instead of Rice Krispies It was Lucky Charms So it's kind of like Lucky Charms treats Oh yeah And I dyed the uh, The marshmallows green Wow so it was like that's Lucky, a nice touch It's like Lucky Charms treats it's very creative Yeah uh, They did not come out very good I think I put A little <laughs> little uh, Not enough marshmallows Because they didn't really work Oh, wait, were you relying on the marshmallows from the Lucky Charms, or did you add? I didn't. I did. I added the marshmallows I thought I was supposed to add, but I didn't add enough, and just for some reason, it just did not work, and I was kind of bummed. It's kind of hard to mess up, because I'm pretty sure you just use a whole bag of marshmallows. Yeah. All right. Maybe the proportions are different when you're using Lucky Charms. He kind of throws it off, the actual marshmallows, Mm -hmm. like you said, exactly. Mm -hmm. Or maybe a leprechaun sabotaged you. I think think you're right. The Alabama leprechaun, he, you know, I think that's when we lost power that one time, so he was able to teleport in real quick. (laughs) And he was able to sabotage my uh, Lucky Charms treats. It happened. We are 80% sure that happened. We are 80% sure that happened. <laughs> Chris, thanks so much for being on. My pleasure. All right. Like always, there's going to be a uh, Twitter poll for this episode online. You can uh, tweet. We don't have any stakes for this episode. Nope. Nothing right now. Nope. Probably by the next time we uh, have our next episode, we'll uh, know what the results are and we can uh, get moving on that uh, on that uh, bet. Sounds good. Awesome. So, as always, please subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. There's a growing concern in Ireland today about the the endanger, endangerment of the leprechaun community. Should the government do more to protect it? Yeah, of course. I think so. Yeah. They're going extinct. And uh, we were just, just wondering, what do you think about that? Ah. That would be sad. They are... Pretty much robbing uh, the Leprechauns blind. They're, they've taken all their gold, and um, the yeah. And uh, when it comes to marriage equality or any sort of equality, even the schooling of their children, um, they won't pay for they won't pay for nothing. They're just leaving them out to dry. Um, I think maybe get the Leprechauns onto sort of uh, mainstream media, get them, give give them a voice, because you don't really you don't really see them. It's sort of a, it's sort of, of a bit of a myth in England. Yeah. yeah. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast and all rights are reserved by their respective copyright holders.